Happy Next Generation Day, people. The future is now. Welcome to What the Funcast. Episode 96. I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and joining me is Ahmed. Welcome, Ahmed, to the show Hello. for the very first time. Thank you. It's, it's really an honor to be here. I'm so happy. <laughs> I was really <laughs> waiting for you to open the show with, it's Tuesday, in it. <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> damn it. I forgot. Anyways. <laughs> it's okay. We can you do sent it next me that. Time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Out of control. Ugh, anyway. So how does it feel to be in the future? Um, no different because I didn't buy an Xbox. So true, true. It is Xbox Day. It is not. It is not a uh, PlayStation Day. So, it's uh, PlayStation Day is very close by. Yes, it's PlayStation coming. Day is very close by. I, I'm fully prepared. Like I hadn't really prepared for it mentally, and now I'm like hyped. Like I wasn't hyped before. Now that there's officially an empty space on my desk waiting for a PS5, now I'm like yes. Are you putting it in your in your room? Well, no. The empty space <laughs> on my desk is for the PS4 that's going to migrate to my room when the PS5 takes the spot. But yeah. Yeah. yeah so Fair yeah, I, I had that realization last night where I'm like, oh wait, like I got to take some time and like clear some space. And I, like I already brought my PS4 into the bedroom, so the PS4 and the Xbox are both in the bedroom, which I don't play either one of them nearly as much to like warrant justifying keeping them in the in the bedroom, but Anyways, so I cleared off this space, and I've, I've got this whole space. I'm like, wow, it's really happening. It's this week. But I'm like, let me try not to think about it too hard, because then the days are going to be longer. So, Honestly, yes. Like, my main, con- not concern, but my main, like, annoyance is that I have to work. <laughs> right. And I'm like, great. Well, I can't wait to work while it's staring at me menacingly. Yeah, I was thinking about taking off Friday and just playing games, because I'm most excited for the PS5. Not that I'm not excited for the Series X. There's one literally in my living room in a box waiting for me to unbox it, which Ahmed says I have to unbox live for all you people or else he's firing me. So it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be a good time. You know, what's kind of sad is like, I've seen, I haven't tried to see it, but I've seen so many people unboxing. I know exactly what's in there. Like I know exactly what it's going to be like, but that's okay. It's still going to be exciting. It'll be exciting for me. I have genuinely no, I haven't seen any unboxing. I only watched the PS5 teardown. But that's it. I haven't seen an unboxing of PS5 that or Xbox. That teardown was nerve wracking. You're talking about the official one, right? Yeah, it, he really unbox like took he's apart like, every single piece. He's like, here's a pen. holding up. Yeah, he's like, screw. I'm like, okay, <laughs> thanks. Yes, Great. me me as well. Love oh a good screw in my PlayStation Five. Yes, it is very exciting. I am really stoked. We were just going through some of the news, and we'll kind of go through a lot of the next gen extravaganzas here. But anyway, let's jump right into it. We got a lot of news. Um, hopefully everyone went and did, well, let me rephrase that. I'm pretty sure just about everybody in the country went and did their civic duty and voted uh, because we had record turnout. So that's great. We're not going to get into politics. I'm glad that there's uh, hopefully a decisive conclusion to the saga. Um, part of what I've done this week is literally watch the news. We've watched the news nonstop more than I think we've watched probably in the past four years. So um, glad that's over. And I played Overwatch. We literally did nothing else. We had the news on literally 24-7 in this home. <laughs> Which I don't know. know, It was like it it was like what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? And then, anyways, and then it happened. So my hair would have fallen out just listening to the analysts constantly analyzing. Like it's my Twitter feed is more than enough. But like, so we would flip through. We'd flip through like all the channels. They'd all be saying the same thing. It's like flip through like CNN, Fox, like ABC, NBC, whatever. They're all saying the same thing. Like okay, like especially down like to the wires. Like all right, listen, let's just go ahead and assume. Uh, and it's the one guy from CNN. I forget his name. I think his name's John. Hey, all right, let's just go ahead and zoom. Uh, all right, so uh, the president is leading in Maine. So uh, the second congressional district in Maine. Uh, so let's say this goes something. He taps the screen. It turns red. He's like, uh, 
president's got a good lead in, in North Carolina, so let's, uh, let's go ahead and give that to him. Let's say, let's just say, folks, here, nothing is decisive, but let's just go ahead and say he gets Georgia. All right, there we go. The president is still 45 delegates short, and it's like every <laughs> oh single God. time I made up that last number, but every time, and he sounds just like that, and he's like, uh, no offense to Mr. President, but he has a very short, uh, you know, not, not really a lot of room to wiggle here. Uh, so, uh, okay, all right, former Vice President Joe Biden. And it's just like, I'm like, oh, my God. And it, was, and it was, like, literally the same thing every 20 minutes. All right, let's just go through uh, what could happen. It's like here. the Weather Channel. You know how the Weather Channel, like, it's just like a constant loop of news until something new happens? Right. Like, when you're watching it through a hurricane, and they're like, well, it's still a hurricane. The winds are still happening. Like, okay, we get it. <laughs> There's nothing new well, to report. Well, hold on. We'll get to the Weather Channel in a minute. I'm going on a roll here. So then, <laughs> like, they'll literally be, like, talking, and they're like, oh, we have, a, we have a, a key race alert. And it's like, we've just gotten news that... 1,500 more ballots have been counted. And it's like... <laughs> from Nevada. Nevada. Yeah, like from, from Nevada. And it's like, okay, uh, all right, well, let's see where that puts us. And it's the same spiel again, because 1,500 isn't enough to do anything. And it's still like 80% reporting. Key race so, alert. Oh, my God. And it's like, oh I, I saw this meme, and it was like, key race alert. Y'all, y'all still there? Y'all listening? <laughs> Literally, that's what it was. Like, key race alert. Uh, we are still neck and neck in these battleground states. And then the Weather Channel, that's a whole other story. It's like, hey, oh uh, and he's like holding his ears real tight. And he's like, I, I, I can't really hear you. The winds are starting to pick up. Uh, Jim Cantori here from the Weather Channel. <laughs> Jim Cantori's always like inside of the waves, like inside of the tidal <laughs> waves. Oh, my God. Uh, I will never forget when a major hurricane hit and Geraldo Rivera from Fox News was like walking through and he landed on his ass. He like tripped over a tree or something on live television. <laughs> no. I was losing my mind. Oh Anyways, God. Um, yeah, so that is everyone's breakdown of what my week was like, listening to John from CNN go through the same states over and over again, and uh, yeah, anyways, I, newscasters, oh. I don't know how they do it, because we we ended up having like lo- long stints of certain um, news channels on, so like, long stints of CNN, it's like the same people, it's like, when do y'all sleep? Like, how are you awake? <laughs> I feel like a and lot then- of it is reruns. No, it's like, it was all one hundred percent live. It really? was like, it was insane. This this must have been like their crunch week, but um, I think it was, may have been like Chris Cuomo that was like, yeah, like before I went to sleep, uh, it was this, and then when I woke up an hour and a half later, I'm like, hello, an hour and, and a half. half? <laughs> oh my god, this man's got monster energy running through his veins. I mean, are they all? They're not working from home, are they? Were they like no, broadcasting they're all in the home? studio. They're all in the studio. We're just like sleeping now in the that, studio? Like, That's why. Now that the news is back to normal, it, normal, whatever you want to call it, now that it's back to like a normal cadence, it, they're all at home and they're, you know, whatever, videoing from home. Got but it, got yeah, it. for election day, they were all in there and they were all separated and everything. And then I'm assuming like because of how big election week was, like that they all, you know, isolated themselves for two weeks beforehand and tested and whatnot so that they can all be in the building. That's together. yeah, and that's kind of what I figured. And Laura and I were talking about it. They must have been sleeping like in the studio. Like there must have yeah. been like a separate, like whether it was a dressing room or whatever, where they had like a bed or something to sleep in. Yeah. Um. But that's yeah. just wild. Like, because I feel like makeup itself like takes such a long time to get them like camera ready. Like I don't know. Having I interned at ABC for those that don't know, and I like would watch like them prepare whatever her name was, uh, Diane something, Diane Sawyer. Yeah, Diane Sawyer. That sounds right like preparing her makeup before the thing and that would take like a whole hour so like oh my god in that half an hour of sleep or whatever they have to like redo all this stuff i don't know that's wild Maybe i, I don't i don't think i'd be up. able to handle i would not be able to handle someone touching my face for an hour let's be realistic but <laughs> it's so, so stressful i'd be like literally get away from me 
Um, all right, we've got a huge show ahead of us. Obviously, Xbox Series X launches today. Uh, PlayStation 5 launches in just two days on Thursday, November 12th. Uh, in case you all missed it, we have a Discord. Come join us, talk to us, hype with us, whatever you want to talk about, uh, whatever floats your boat. So I went through what I did. Ahmed, let's run through what you did, and let's jump right into uh, the hot toddies since it's yes. the winter time. It's, it's the wintertime hot tidies for the warmth. Um, I did a bunch of stuff this past two weeks, these past two weeks. Ooh. I beat Resident Evil 2, um, specifically the Leon campaign. I haven't gone back for the Claire campaign just yet because I'm kind of annoyed at that game. Not that it was a bad game, but there's a monster that follows you around for like half of it that just was pissing me off. So I'm like, I'm good on this because when you start the new campaign with Claire, he's following you from the beginning for all 10 hours. Which really? I am not, yeah. Which I'm not oh, I didn't up for. That. So I'm like, I'm, I'm so good. glad I never bought that game. Like, it would just piss me off beyond belief. I'm sure. Yeah, it's fun, but I'm good. Um, I beat Blair Witch, which was like a five-hour game, not too long, and that was a lot of fun. Um, it was super terrifying. It's think it's one of my, I think it's one of my favorite horror games because it's so well done and it's not like frustrating. It's not like a game like Outlast where you run out of batteries and then suddenly you're just screwed and like you can't fight back. Like, this one, you can kind of fight back. Like, your your flashlight never, like, runs out of batteries. There's no frustrating game mechanics like that. It's just kind of like a... I don't know. It was a lot of fun. I like that. Um, I beat Ghost Runner, which was super incredibly hard. Like, I thought it was just me, and then I looked up a review, and someone was like, people will compare it to, like, Sekiro or Dark Souls, but this is even harder. And I was like, cool, cool. I'm glad I beat a game that was harder than Dark Souls. Oh, my um, God. But it was super fun. It was just... It got really frustrating at times, but... For the most part, it's never really the game's fault. It's usually your fault. But at some points, I'm like, mm, I was trying to wall run there, and I just fell for no reason. So that was fun. Um, but it looked pretty. It was a lot of good, uh, good cyberpunk thing to hold me over till Cyberpunk 2077, which we'll talk about soon, if it ever comes out. Um, I was going to say, that game looks really cool, but then they announced it for Switch. And I'm like, I don't know how that's going to run on Switch, but okay. I don't even know how it plays on consoles because there's there's so many parts where you have to like flick your mouse around. I played on PC and there's so many parts where you have to flick the mouse around to turn around to like block a bullet from coming at you because there's like literally no other way to dodge it. Like it, it's it requires such a like fast twitchy mechanics that I can't imagine it plays too well on console. But maybe it does. Who knows? Um, I also beat Super Liminal, which is super short. It's like an hour or two, um, but it's a really cool concept. Uh, it's like all about perspective melting and whatnot. I don't know. You're like in a dream and it's all messed up. Um, but I enjoyed it. It was cool. Um, obviously played a little bit of Overwatch because I'm a demon um, on all three systems, actually, on PS4, PC, and Switch. <laughs> um, and then I realized that I never talked about Haunting of Bly Manor uh, in our last episode, but I did watch Haunting of Bly Manor in its completion. I thought it was really good. Not as good as Hill House, but definitely um, still a great show in general. Um, Pen15, whose original series, uh, season two came out and I watched that. It was only like seven episodes. Um, it was really good. Enjoyed that a lot. Um, it's a great show. If you haven't watched it, I think you would really enjoy it, Paul. Um, you and Lauren both would probably really enjoy it. And then, uh, I started Blood of Zeus, which is like a Netflix original anime that seemed interesting. And I was like, sure, why not? It's an anime. I saw yeah. like stuff around the internet about it. Not like actual footage or anything, but it was just, I just saw that it was existing. Yeah. I've heard, I don't know. It got like really stellar reviews or i think it did maybe i'm making that up but um uh, it's been seemingly well received so i was like sure why not um and then i watched uh, his house which is a netflix original horror movie um it was really really good i give it a nine out of ten um really terrifying uh and just really well done um vampires versus the bronx is another netflix original kind of horror movie but it was like kind of like a more of a 
comedy. I don't know. It was like a bunch of kids in the Bronx, like fighting these silly vampires. Um, it was pretty good. It was enjoyable. Seven out of ten. And then I finally watched The Old Guard, which came out over the summer, which is kind of like a Netflix original superhero movie-ish. Um, I don't know if you call it superhero movie, kind of. It's like about these immortal people that have been alive for, you know, centuries. Um, and then a new immortal joins them. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And I'm hoping that they make a sequel because I, I genuinely really, really enjoyed it. I think you'd enjoy it too. You should watch it. Hmm. Um, and Maybe. that is it from me. Ready for some hottie toddies? Let's jump right into it. So we were just talking about, uh, well, let's go ahead and jump into the Disney Entertainment news. Uh, I guess, I don't know. It's news. I, I really don't know anything about Johnny Depp in this whole fiasco. All I know is that he was forced to leave Fantastic Beasts uh, because, I guess, I don't know. Do you know anything more about this than I do? I don't. I was going to refer to this article. <laughs> All right, so I'll tell you the hearsay that I've heard. Rumor on the playground suggests that uh, he filed for, like, a motion for, like, abuse or something and some judge like turned him down uh against like, what's her name amber her amber uh, Heard. yeah and, and it was denied and then like when that happened i don't know i guess like he's now he's now possibly back in the hot seat of being i don't know uh the abuser i was gonna say the assailant but i think the that's assailant. the wrong term that works too <laughs> yeah no it i was mean the right term okay my take is that I think they're both not great people. Like, I think this was just a bad relationship as a whole. So here's the official take. This one comes from Variety. Um, so obviously, Johnny Depp will no longer portray Dark Wizard Gellert Grindelwald. That's rolls off the tongue easily. And Fantastic Beasts, um, he announced himself on Friday. And he uh, specifically said in an Instagram post that he was asked to resign by the Warner Brothers. Um, so it says this comes days after he lost his libel case against the Sun a British tabloid that published an article in 2018 alleging that he was a wife beater. Depp plans to appeal the ruling. So that's, I think, what you're talking about in that he right. was, like, trying to, you know, say, like, this isn't true, and then apparently he lost the case. Right. Um, so. So, yeah. Uh, unfortunate, you know, people are rallying behind Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is also still making his six- or seven-figure salary that he would have gotten from the movie. So or He's still figure. making the money? Right, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Where did I see that? How about you cover the next one, and I will look for his salary. That is wild. I didn't realize. They were like, leave, and we'll still pay you, but leave. Yeah, because <laughs> they don't want any... I mean, they're dealing with... Uh, they're dealing with, with what's-her-face. With J.K. Rowling, yeah. So, yeah. of course, they're like, please, we don't need any more. Get out. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, we're, good. we're good enough. The actor will be paid at least $10 million, even though he'd only filmed one scene in the movie. I wish I could film one scene in a movie and get paid $10 million. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's like a life-changing yeah. amount of money. Anyways. He'll receive full eight-figure salary for Fantastic Beasts after exits. Could you imagine? They're all like, uh, I was asked by Warner Brothers to leave, and I complied. Uh, oh, of course you complied. Look, You're making a shitload of money. For doing nothing. Ugh. Anyways, okay. I hate the poor people. get poorer and the rich get richer, people. That's Just what remember I'm that. saying. Speaking of which, Zed got a free Xbox Series X. On top of all the free shit, he also gets all the time that he's posting his Instagram stories. And I understand it's cheap marketing, but it is truly true that the rich get richer. Like, where's my free Xbox Series X? He can buy one with all of his dollars. I know he, he has He can them. literally take a lint out of his pocket and he'd be able to afford it. That's what I'm saying. Zed lint, $500 on eBay. And then he does... I, anyway, moving on. <laughs> 
Speaking uh, of rage, <laughs> Lashana Lynch has been confirmed as James Bond new 007. So this is pretty exciting. This one comes from X uh, Esquire. Um, so this was kind of rumored for a while, but there was a lot of other rumors about who would be 007, including Idris Elba. Um, but it is now confirmed that Lashana Lynch will be taking the role. So from Esquire. Now, in a new interview with Harper's Bazaar UK, Lynch has confirmed that she will indeed be the first black woman to take on the title of 007. Lynch told the magazine that how she prepped herself emotionally for what would be the inevitable and horrible backlash. Uh, she unplugged from social media and reminded herself that disgusting comments were not about her personally. I am one, uh, quote, I am one black woman. If it were another black woman cast in the role, it would have been the same conversations who would have gotten the same attacks, the same abuse, she said. I just have to remind myself that the conversation is happening and that I'm a part of something that will be very, very revolutionary. Um, in No Time to Die, the upcoming movie, her character Nomi is expected to pick up the title of 007 while Bond is in uh, living in exile in James, uh, in James in Jamaica. She told Bazaar that she worked with the writer Phoebe Waller-Bridge, which is really interesting. Phoebe Waller-Bridge did the series, um, oh my god, what's the name of it? I have no idea. Holy shit, what's the, I'll, I'll look it up after this. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge to ensure the character had a fresh female perspective and that it was subtly drawn, believable, and perhaps even a little awkward. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Oh my god. What is the name of that show? It like won her awards and everyone loved it. Um, Fleabag. Oh, Fleabag. anyways. Yes. Yeah. She was the star and writer of that. So, looks like we're in good hands because Fleabag was extremely well received. Um, you and watched then, yeah, that, right? Yeah, I loved it. It was really good. I think you would enjoy it as well. I mean, the first season was interesting, but the second season is like genuinely some of like the best television. Hmm. Um, and then, last but not least, this one's just a really quick little thing, and then we can jump right into the f important stuff, the video games. Um, Tenet will finally be releasing on home video on December 15th on both premium video on demand and something else? Maybe? No, I guess just premium video on demand. Um, and yeah, that's it. So you can finally watch it in the comfort of your own home with no risk of COVID-19. Which is very exciting because I was not planning on watching it in a theater anyway. Yeah. All right. No, I, and and it's been like lingering at this point. I mean, remember when we talked about renting out an entire movie theater to uh, to watch the movie? You could like do so for a hundred dollars. Yeah, like ninety five dollars. So like it's not. Tenet, Tenet was like four hundred dollars, but yeah. So like a hundred dollars for like some old movie, like Coco maybe, or like Ghostbusters. Whack. Four hundred dollars. I mean, well, no. If you get enough people, then it's no longer a safe activity in the first place. So why would you even bother? Right. It's wild though. Yeah, it is. So, all right, let's jump right into it and let's uh, let's start talking about the hottest news of the week. Uh, some people on the internet are calling this the holiday week uh, with next gen. But let's get through some of the we'll call it the ancillary news. Uh, starting with ancillary. Ahmed got a Stadia for free because you have YouTube Premium or something. Yeah, I have you. So I I don't even even I don't even have YouTube Premium officially. I have when Google Play Music first came out. There's like a promotional discount where it was eight bucks a month and i've had that same subscription forever now and it's carried over like when youtube red was the thing it was like you now you get youtube red for free and then it became youtube premium and you're like you have youtube premium for free so i'm just grandfathered in to this with my eight dollar subscription that i keep paying um that i like honestly forget that i pay but it's nice when i don't have to watch youtube ads and now they're like hey you want to say to you for free claim it 100 dollars value i'm like i love free things i'll take it but also what am i going to do with it when it comes here because yeah i don't know i mean I'll, I'll test it and make sure it works and be like wow this is cool 
and then I'll probably never play it again. So hold on, you got a Stadia Premiere kit or whatever, which comes with the controller and it comes with the Chromecast. It comes with the Chromecast Ultra, which I also don't need because my TV literally has a Chromecast Ultra built into it. So there's no point. <laughs> like I don't need it. It'll work without you're, the Chromecast. You're not wrong. So I mean, you could you could sell it, right? I mean, I, I guess know, I could I could resell the Chromecast, but I don't think anyone's gonna want the controller. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, could, I could also... You could, you could position it as an Xbox controller. I don't prototype. think it work. <laughs> prototype. Um, I mean, the controller would work on my phone. It would work on my computer. Like, it'll it'll work anywhere because it's just... The controller itself connects to Wi-Fi. So, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll try it out. But I only have a month of Stadia Pro before I have to pay for it. So, and I don't mm. want to do that. So oh, It's only a month anyways. Yeah, I'd only give you a month free. Which, I mean, they already gave me a $100 value of equipment for free. But, anyways, it's fine. We'll see. $100, $100 value if, you know, you don't know what the hell you're buying. If you consider the Stadia to be of value. The Chromecast Ultra is $70. So, they're really... When they said $99.99 value, they meant that the Stadia controller was only worth $30. So, I guess they are discounting it a little yeah. bit. Garbage. Truly. Anyways, you want to move on to... Next one, I don't know what you're, you're like, adjusting things. Yeah, sorry, I'm moving stuff around. So I realized that I put some articles, like, some of the news articles match up to our blowout section, so I just move them around. So don't mind oh, me. Oh, perfect. Uh, the Untitled Goose Game skins are coming to Fall Guys, or the costumes, I should say. So you can now be the goose in Fall Guys, if you so choose, <laughs> and if you've got enough wins to afford it. Uh, so this one comes from Wario64, who tweeted out, Goose costume from Untitled Goose Game in Fall Guys. Fall and Goose. And literally the goose. <laughs> I think it looked... I, at first, when Wait, you first... hold on. Can you open up this tweet and look at the first reply? No, yeah, I see. <laughs> I, I see, see with all of my people eyes. wouldn't believe. <laughs> oh, my there, gosh. So, in this screenshot that Wario64 tweeted, I'm assuming these are streamers that are, like, that have an overlay or whatever that looks like the interface of Goose Game, but it's, like, they're all wearing these horrifying-looking Goose costumes. Why do they look like that? Oh, my god. <laughs> They're all wearing these terrifying-looking costumes. I, I didn't realize this... that's where the screenshot came from. Anyways. Yeah. I assume that's from the devs, maybe? Yeah, like, I don't think be. that... Yeah, I don't think that this is, like, from any specific stream. But I don't know when where the devs have uh, have announced it. But it's, it's terrifying regardless, but I'm excited. I wonder how many crowns it costs. I don't know. Because I have, many. like, zero. More than, I have two. I was going to say more than zero, which is more than we can afford. So. <laughs> I have two. Uh, but yeah, I need to play more of that because I, I do. Have you ever, have you played season two yet? Like with the new medieval maps and stuff. I played it a couple times. Yeah, not not much though. Yeah, the new maps are are pretty fun. Um, I don't know. I enjoy it. So hopefully, what I'm really hoping for is that when I play it on PS5, that it runs just a little bit better. <laughs> it's like it's a little it's a little jank as it is right yeah, now. Yeah, but it's fun. it is it is a little janky. But that's also the brand of Fall Guys. Honestly, yeah. All right, so we got one more article before we get into the blowout section. So, <laughs> the blowout section's pretty blown out. I'm excited. Have you have you played these games? Mass Effect? Yeah. Uh, yes. Not wow. not a lot, but yes. Like I've I've opened them. I've played like a few hours. I was going like, to say you literally opened it and you're like, "Oh, this is this looks nice. Goodbye." <laughs> no. I like I made a genuine effort to go through Mass Effect 1 at one point and like play all all of them in order. And I got, like, a few hours in, and then I, like, it wasn't for lack of not wanting to play. I just stopped playing one day by accident. Right. And then that was it. And then I forgot what happened. And I'm like, well, if I go back now, I have to restart so oh I can understand God. what's going on again. So it's I forgot. Too late now. I stopped playing by accident. That's literally you. how it is. 
Anyways. Oh my god. Anyway, so yeah, the point is, uh, so this has been long rumored for uh, for some time now. So Mass Effect the Legendary Edition is finally coming in 2021 for consoles and PC. Uh, it includes the Mass Effect trilogy, all single player DLCs and promo items. It's got better resolutions and frame rates, uh, overhauled textures, characters, shaders, and effects. So a teaser trailer was released, and on top of that, what was also confirmed and, and announced. Excuse me. Is that a new Mass Effect uh, team? Uh, excuse me. A new Mass Effect game is officially in development with the original team. So, well, Ooh. a veteran team, I should say. So I don't know if all the original teammates are on it, or team members are, are working on it, but uh, there are some veterans on there, which is cool. So uh, there was a piece of concept art released, which looks cool, and I think people are most surprised that this is even happening, given the failure of Anthem and the poorly received Mass Effect Andromeda and even the ending of Mass Effect 3 was so poorly received it kind of gave it really bad press at the time um, yeah. but it is coming spring 2021 the first three games which is pretty cool Ma I played Mass Effect 2 I played part of Mass Effect 3 and I played some of Mass Effect 1 Mass Effect 1 turned me off with the elevator loading time so like they tried to get like sneaky by putting like the load screens as when you're in the elevator but it was so yeah. ridiculously drawn out I was like mm, I hate this so <laughs> Um, I'll get this on sale and then probably never play it, but I'll have, you know, Solus knowing that I have it. So, um, I but it I will. Like I definitely want to eventually play Mass Effect 2 because I know that, that was like. Mass super Effect well 2 received. is incredible. It is a very, very good game. Um, and they'll be forward compatible for Xbox Series X and PS5. So, should be good. Hopefully, they don't screw it up. Um, Wait, so they're developing it for. For the original system? No, no, no. Sorry, the, sorry. I, I jumped back and forth. The legendary edition with the original three games will be a will be forward compatible. That's the what I'm saying. Game, that the legendary edition is coming out in 2021, but it's still going to be native for old generation consoles rather than native to new generation consoles. Are you reading that somewhere? No, I'm. That's no, what you're that's saying, what. Right? No, that's what was confirmed for the legendary edition, not the new game. That's what I mean. I'm talking about the legendary edition. Yeah, yeah, legendary edition. Yes, correct. Like, why it's wouldn't not, they just? Not, Make oh I guess there would be enhancements for the Series X one with like the whatever delivery smart delivery. But well, the here's the tricky part. Here's the, yeah, here's the tricky part, right? So there's auto HDR enabled on Series X, and then now we'll get to this a little bit later. But with EA Play being included in Game Pass Ultimate, you get access to Mass Effect One, Two, and Three on Xbox 360. So you get it through backwards compatibility, and it'll be upraised anyway. So I don't know what Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3's gameplay looks like on Xbox Series X compared to what this is going to look like. I mean, it's definitely going to look way better, right? Because it's going to be upgraded textures and all that I kind of would stuff. hope, yes. One yeah, would and probably hope. like some, I don't know, who knows? We'll see. I'm just surprised that they're not developing it directly for the next-gen consoles, this Legendary Edition specifically. Right. As opposed to making it for the old gen and then being like, it'll just upscale. Because I don't think the PS5 one's going to necessarily, I don't know that... I don't know. I guess we're gonna. There was we'll a lot of rumors. There was a lot of rumors saying that this was supposed to come out this year, and it just never did. So that's probably why it's still uh, targeted it. for the original system. Look at Crash that Four. Crash sense. Four doesn't have any any enhancements for um, the new systems. I don't think, and that like just came out, right? And there's there's other games yeah. like that too. Such a weird window for games to come out, like right at the at the difference, or at what the helps cusp. that everything's backwards compatible. But yeah. yes, if this was ps3 to ps4 it would have been a bad time it would have been a really bad time so all right let's jump right into it let's start with the ps5 a lot of uh media will say and and coverage on the ps5 starting with uh some news that we missed because we took off for election day last week where the playstation plus collection details were revealed 
and the November PlayStation Plus games were unveiled as well. Ahmed, take it away. (laughs) So this one comes from the PlayStation blog, which has flipped its theme. It's now all dark, which is interesting. It used to be white. I'm like, wait, what website is this? It's the PlayStation blog. Uh, (laughs) So PS Plus members who own a PS5 console will get the PS5 version of Bug Snacks. All PS Plus members will get Middle Earth, Shadow of War, and Hollow Knight, and uh, and Hollow Knight Void Heart Edition as part of November's lineup. Um, so that's super exciting because I wasn't necessarily planning on buying Bug Snacks, even though it looks super cute. But now that it's free, hell yeah, I'll play it. Um, <laughs> so the PS5 version will be available on launch day on November 12th uh, until Monday, January 4th, 2021. Uh, once you claim it, obviously it's yours, so you'll be able to play it after then. Um, and then I already mentioned this Middle Earth and Hollow Knight. Um, and then was there anything else? We already talked about the PlayStation Plus collection. We talked general, about right? the nothing. Yeah, we we talked about the PlayStation Plus collection. We talked about the new games that got added. So I think it was like Black Ops Four, Black Ops Three, Three. I know they're, Zombie they're, Chronicles they're, Edition. Right, and then uh, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, we talked about those. I don't think we talked about Bug Snacks though. So that was yeah. uh, that's the biggest that, news of the hour. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> right, and and obviously they clarified it's just the PS5 version because the, there is a version coming to the PS4 as well, which I believe comes out Thursday as well. Yes, so, um, yep. which is literally great. says in 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 on the on the banner, the marketing ad or whatever, it says PS5 and like there's a little banner under it and then on the in small text this ps5 console only benefit not applicable right on ps4 right <clears throat> all right well all right. we've got some reviews here uh so the press has had a ps5 for some time now i think we talked about it uh when they got their units i can't remember what, what it was maybe a couple weeks ago or so uh people started like, like showing ago. literal pictures of the boxes and like mm-hmm. this is all we can show for now it's like okay um <laughs> so kind of a review roundup we took some different scores from different outlets to try to spice it up a little bit so it's not just all IGN but Astro's Playroom was re- uh, was reviewed which is the free pack-in game to kind of show off what the DualSense can do and I did Wait. I did grab this one from IGN because I didn't see like a Metacritic score I didn't also look very hard but I went through kind of at a high level what IGN's review was so IGN reviewed it as an 8.0 out of 10 um, and went Wait, through. Sorry, I have a quick question. Is this the first time PlayStation has included a pack-in game with a console? They also created, or they put in the Create Factory or the Share Factory or something like that with uh, the PS4, but that wasn't like a formal game. Yeah, no, I'm saying the first time like an actual game. That wasn't like I know they've done stuff with like the demo disc for PSVR, right. like with their actual console. They've never included a game like that, right? A la no. like you know Wii Sports or. Um, no, yeah, I yeah. don't think so. So th- this essentially is the Wii Sports for the DualSense controller, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So um, IGN went on to say, after giving an 8 out of 10, Asher's player surprised and delighted me. Uh, this PS5 pack-in most certainly hues closer to a technical showcase, essentially a loosely structured sandbox to mess around in and discover what the PS5 has to offer. But it has enough collectibles, creative ideas, and genuinely exciting uses of the DualSense that PS5 owners shouldn't brush this one aside in the launch lineup. After months and months of hearing how the DualSense would immerse me like never before, Astro's Playroom, Astro's Playroom put promises into practice and impressively proved what's possible with the PS5's new controller. So this one came from uh, Jonathan Dornbush, who reviewed, I think, most of the PS5 uh, games. So I haven't really looked too much into Astro's Playroom because I was kind of excited. There's a lot of talk about like, nostalgia and stuff like that, so... I am super excited to give this a shot, and I'm super excited for the DualSense, and just listening to 
like what a lot of the reviewers had said. So they, IGN also reviewed the DualSense and gave it a nine, and um, they were talking about like the things you can feel, like every pellet of sand, like in the game, you can feel in your hands, and like I was like, okay, that sounds pretty wild. But you think about what HD Rumble did, right? And that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's funny. So, I feel like with with age, the Joy Cons HD Rumble has kind of like lost its luster i guess i don't know like i feel like when it vibrates now it just like vibrates my whole controller and i'm like well this is aggressive like why is everything like it's so like loud and jarring as opposed to like you know the regular rumble that you're used to i don't know if maybe it was like that the whole time and we were just you know it was honeymoon phase when you first got the system but yeah uh, this will be exciting i'm I'm really excited to to hold in my hands and actually feel the difference feel the future if you will i am very very excited for this um so let's jump into Miles Morales, who, after I just said how, how I took like a good variation, is also an IGN review. <laughs> so this is also Jonathan Dornbush's review. It's sitting at a Metacritic score of an 85, and Jonathan Dornbush gave it a 9 out of 10 and said, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales may not be quite as packed with content as the original, but it stands out as an essential story in Insomniac's Spidey universe. It earns its spot as a fantastic follow-up, telling a wonderful Miles-specific story while improving upon the fundamentals of the first game with distinctive moves and enemies. And it's an excellent way to break in your new PlayStation 5. It looks spectacular, loads fast, and makes fun use of the DualSense controller, the directional audio, and more. But regardless of which generation you play it on, it's a worthy follow-up to one of the best superhero games ever made. The reason I want to talk about this is because in the DualSense review, Jonathan also said, To me, the most impressive use of the haptic feedback was purely immersive. In the opening cutscene for Spider-Man Miles Morales, you can feel the subway train shifting and tilting on your fingers as Miles rides it. The rumbling sensation diminishes and intensifies as it turns or shakes because of the speed. It's only a short moment, but as someone who lived in New York for many years and rode the subway often, I recognize the sensation. It was astounding. They hmm. said, Anyways. Ahmed, Ahmed specifically. <laughs> when I'm at hell hyped all of a sudden, wait a minute. Okay. No, I'm super excited for this. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to... My like main... It's such a weird thing to be like concerned about, but I'm like, do I even when I play it, do I stream it on Twitch or do I do I take this experience in the living room where I'm gonna make the most use of my TV and HDR? I'm probably gonna play it in the living room. But I would take yeah. the I would take the experience in the living room and I'll tell you why. Because the bottom line is so many people have streamed or will have streamed the game. I get it, we want people to watch. But at yeah. the same time, it's like when you go to a theme park and like you're literally walking around holding up your phone, taking videos of every single moment of like, remember when we rode Rise of the Resistance for the first time? And yes. everybody was like, don't record it because you're just going to lose out on all the moments and everything around you. I exactly. feel like that's exactly how this is going to be. Yeah. So this is I would is much not... rather play it on the, on the big TV with actual full HDR and right. you know, surround sound system, all that fun stuff. Let those eyes see the future. Oh, I'm so excited. So, 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 so excited. Okay. Um, Shall we... I don't even... There's nothing else to talk about this next one. Yeah, the the Pathless is sitting at an 81% on Metacritic. Uh, Not much to talk about here. Obviously, this is from the creators of Abzu. Uh, This is an Apple Arcade game as well. We've talked about this in the past. Sony spent a fair amount of time on it. Uh, Got pretty good reviews all around. So, I I guess this is a good one. Um, I think it's enhanced for PS5. So, it's exclusive to PS5, PS4. So... Um, exclusive outside of iOS. So. Yeah, I mean, it. it uh, someone on um, on Inverse, I think his name was Tomas something, on Inverse gave it a little mini, or like the headline was like, uh, you know, a mini P- Breath of the Wild or something like that, to paraphrase. Um, in mm, terms of, I guess, art style, I don't know that the play style is going to be very similar, but um, it definitely looks pretty and, and seems like it has heart, and it's getting reviewed well, so why not? 
Yeah. I have plenty of PS PlayStation credit to go around, so <laughs> maybe Same. I'll pick this one up. <laughs> I was looking at all the sales. I'm like, I could just wait until PS5 comes out and buy some pointless games that are apparently good. I'm still debating whether or not to get Miles Morales digitally or physically. At this point, it's probably going to be digitally, because I haven't pre-ordered it physically, but we'll see. I don't know. You know, I thought about that, too, because I have it pre-ordered physically, but... Oh, one thing we did forget to, as I continue to move all these goddamn articles around. So, <laughs> I'm like sitting here, I'm like, mm, I don't like this, mm, I don't like this, mm, let me move this. Uh, so, you're what we, what we, yeah, I know, it's you're starting to rub off on me, and I don't like it. Um, <laughs> what we didn't talk about, which I put lower down in the list here, is that Insomniac is finally going to let you bring over your game save to Spider-Man Remastered. So oh, yes. This was a huge point of contention um, with kind of how they were going about doing all of this. So... They released a tweet, finally, because they said there will be no game saves coming over from PS4 to PS5. It's not possible. All this bullshit, like we've heard a lot about in the past with Next Gen, which is unfortunate, because it starts to muddy up the story, which is a good story, and you start to muddy it with garbage. So, Insomniac tweeted and said, We've heard you, and an upcoming update for Spider-Man PS4 we will add the ability to export your save to Marvel's, excuse me, Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered. This update will also add the three new suits from Remastered to the PS4 game. We expect to bring bring wow. We expect to bring you this update around Thanksgiving. So this is the Amazing Spider-Man outfit, and these two other ones I don't recognize. Do you recognize these costumes? Uh, I haven't even clicked on it. Hold on, give me one second. They're probably like from obscure. Yeah, comic one book of them stuff. literally looks like a transformer. Yeah, the one with like the dragon. It looks animated, almost. Yeah, it does. Um, interesting. Yeah, and and the white one I guess looks. I don't know. I, I don't even want to say anything because I have no idea. So never mind. I was going to say it looks like Gwen Stacy, but obviously it's not Gwen Stacy. It has oh, the same color scheme, kind of. I see I see what you're talking about. No, I don't think yeah. so. The, the, we can probably find the names of them, but... Yeah. Um, I'm more yeah. so excited. I don't know if we ever mentioned, talked about the Into the Spider-Verse skin that's coming for Miles Morales specifically. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if we did. That's a good point. That was like, holy shit worthy. I was yeah. shocked by that. It, looks incredible it's literally miles morales in in into the spider-verse but in the game and it looks so good it's like the black suit with the with the red um it's not like the hooded one uh, it looks so so good and it's animated just like it was in the in the movie um, which is so cool which i mean they just lower the frame rate right so on him specifically yeah. so it's a little like choppy but like it has like the super extended limbs like the exaggerated whatever like art style i don't know it looks really really good right the pow and the bam and all the little things that pop up when you hit characters yes. so yes 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 oh yeah so does this so does insomniac changing this policy does that change getting spider-man remastered for you yeah i think i'm gonna get the the full package wow who is he people <laughs> i'm telling you i got playstation credit so the funny thing is i don't even know i wonder if you can actually still like if you can pre-order it through like the web store i guess I don't know. Is there are there pre-order bonuses? I should look into that before tomorrow or to for Thursday. <laughs> yeah. So, well, what's what's also interesting is something to consider. And I don't know if this really matters. I guess it doesn't differ whether or not you get the disc or the download version, but uh Spider-Man and Miles that Ultimate Edition takes up like 100 gigs on your SSD. So, um Great. Godspeed. You're going to have that and two other games and then that'll be it. No more. No, I'm not, I don't have an Xbox Series S. Come on now. It'll be five other games. <laughs> um, Let's be real. Yeah. Oh, there so, are. Wait. The pre order bonus is the, the Into the Spider Verse suit. I have to pre order it. <laughs> Great. Okay. Can you pre order it through the PlayStation Store? Hypothetically. Um, let's see. 
oh, it just got really quiet because my neighbor turned off their air conditioner, presumably. <laughs> like, whoa. Um, yeah, you get three extra skill points, uh, the track suit, the Into the Spider-Verse suit, and Gravity Whale Gadget. Um, I can't tell if this applies to, to digital or not, but I'll look into this. Um, but I'm assuming you can pre-order it through the PlayStation Store, because why wouldn't you? I'm pretty sure you probably to. can, too. Is it so sold out for physical pre-orders? Because I'll be really sad if so. No, it's okay. not going to sell out. Are you kidding me? I mean, you can, I get, know. It at, you can get it at like Best Buy or whatever. That's yeah, where I okay. pre-ordered mine, but... Yeah, so this, uh, so another thing to consider, just riddle me this. You can also get Miles Morales, and then once you have Miles Morales, you could buy it as a $20 add on at any given time. Oh, like just get Miles Morales and then get the Ultimate Edition later on? Right, you can like upgrade to get Spider Man remastered. So, mm-hmm. something. To I mean, consider. it's the same thing. Like, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter either way. It's the same price. You know, a wise man did once tell me, money now is money later. So you're right. <laughs> Like it's literally all the same, and I doubt they're going to go on sale anytime soon because this is a huge first party title. Like this is no, I don't, I don't think. I think we might see like a five dollar discount, which you can still get yeah. the same thing with your ten percent discount at Best Buy. So, yeah. Um, but all right, so all right, let's move along. Bug snacks. Uh, so we <laughs> talked a little about bug snacks before. Uh, so this one comes from Push Squares. Uh, Stephen Talby, 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 Talby. So bug snacks sitting at seventy nine percent on Metacritic and. Stephen gave it a 7 out of 10, um, saying that Bug Snacks, Bug Snacks is a strange concoction of elements that come together for a truly unique adventure. Finding and catching the titular creatures is great fun, but the gameplay is broken up by story beats that belie the belie. game's simple... Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My, well, I'm not even going to say it. I'll tell you later. Uh, that belie the game's simple, whimsical style. The mysterious narrative and memorable ensemble cast will keep you interested between hunting for snacks, too. Despite loading screens interrupting the flow of, and the handful of repeated beasties, this curious game is an unusual blend of flavors that works works wonderfully. Loading so, screens? What happens to the SSD? You know, I wonder if that was from the PS4 version of the game. Hmm. Anyways, Maybe. I didn't look at that. I thought it was the PS5 version. But either way, it's a free game. Um, I would say that it's uh, something good to have. So, Yeah, why not? It'll be fun to try out. Cool. But what's more exciting is I hear you can play your PlayStation 5 from your PS4. Is this true, Ahmed? Tell us. So, as I was mentioning at the top of the episode, we were talking about um, what I'm going to do with my this empty space on my desk. Originally, I was like, maybe I should sell my PS4. And then just, you know, when I want to play the PS5 in here or when I want to play any PlayStation games, I just bring the PS5 in and replug it in. And You know, it sounds like a lot of work that I wasn't looking forward to, but like, I'll make do. I'm not rich to buy two PS5s. So I randomly, mysteriously happened upon this this article. And so and Sony kind of dropped this randomly. I'll, I'll quote from Push Square. Um, we didn't see this one coming. As discovered by VGC, Sony has suddenly added a PlayStation 5 remote play app to PS4's menu. Go and check. We'll wait. Without, with literally no fanfare whatsoever, the platform holder dropped the PS5 pl- remote play functionality onto PS4 at the time of writing, there's no official confirmation on this, um, but at face value, it seems like you'd be able to play and control your PS5 via remote play on your PS4 console. Um, booting up the app, it says use this PS4 to control your PS5, um, and there's an option to find the PS5, and it looks like it has three resolution settings, uh, 540p, 720p, and 1080p, I guess depending on your internal Wi-Fi bandwidth. Um, and they've tested it on their pre-release PS5, and it works as expected. So depending on how well this works, because I know the PS4 remote play, what I mean, it worked, but it was, you know, there's significant latency that you couldn't really 
play anything without getting frustrated. So if this works well enough, then I may as well put my PS4 in here and actually keep it, not sell it off, and then I can connect to the PS5 in the living room and, you know, be able to play in here and, you know, stream if I'm streaming something like Bugsnacks, which doesn't necessarily require, like, a 4K HDR TV. Um, so, I don't know. So I wonder, does that mean, and I think this is pretty obvious, but it sounds stupid asking the question, but that would mean that you'd be able to get, like, essentially ray tracing on your TV if you can get it high enough fidelity. I mean, the ray tracing would be there, right, because it's running off the PS5, and yeah. ray tracing is not ray tracing graphical isn't dependent based, on any it's processor-based. Yeah, it's not dependent on, on your TV output. HDR right. is the only thing that's like dependent on the TV. I'm right. refresh rate, but it, ray tracing is just a graphical upgrade, like in the actual game itself. Uh, right. So yeah. Right. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, so and presumably the PS5 Remote Play app would then come also to your PC and mobile devices, just as the PS4 Remote Play app already exists. Um, so you could hypothetically play your PS5 anywhere. But again, like I was saying before, Remote Play when you're like outside of the home has like pretty bad latency issues so it's not great but it's i don't know it's good in a pinch if you i'll really tell you need what it's really not that bad because i when we were visiting lauren's family in california i was playing jedi fallen order from california on my ps4 on my i was playing it on my ipad for my ps4 at home i cannot imagine how you were playing that because that game requires such good timing in terms of like parrying or whatever it was a little bit tough at times yes but like i got used to like the millisecond of lag like it wasn't terrible but it was like still enjoyable enough where i was like I'm going to sit here and play. And, like, I perched up my iPad, connected my DualShock 4, and was able to play. I don't know. I remember one time trying to play uh, Overwatch over remote play, and it was, like, unplayable because I could not. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Remember, Jedi Fallen Order has a lot of, like, exploring and stuff like that. So Yeah, it's a different kind of game. It's not, like, constant action. but Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is super exciting. Another reason why I want to keep my PS4 as well because I think this this is good. And yeah, the PS4 is really not will, going anywhere, so, I mean... Exactly. They they did say the PS4 will still be supported for, you know, at least two years to come. For 100 years, yes. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, I mean, assuming it's... I'm assuming it'll run pretty well if it's on an internal network, so it's not really connecting to Wi-Fi. It connects directly to your console, which is on the same network, so I assume that it'll run a lot better. Right. Um, and it wouldn't be... The lag wouldn't too, be too much of an issue. And the uh, upgrade to 1080p is new, actually. Um, before you can only go up to 720p with remote play. So 1080p output is a welcome thing. Yeah, That is very cool. Yes. So don't throw away your PS4s just yet, folks, if you have them. They've all been thrown in the garbage can. (laughs) Great. Set a flame. Oh, my God. All right. And then this last thing, do you want to take this or? Sure. So uh, if one were to ask what's coming out after all of this for PS5, well, Gran Turismo 7, Ratchet and Clank, um... Rift Apart. Oh, Rift Apart. I was going to say a Ratchet in Time. <laughs> and it was funny because I didn't put it in there. I'm like, oh, I'm going to remember this. Stupid ass. Um, <laughs> and Returnal are due out in the first half of the 2021. Horizon Forbidden West is coming out in the second half of 2021. So pretty exciting stuff. I mean, that those are pretty strong titles to be coming out. And to have them on a roadmap uh, is pretty cool. So this comes from just a Twitter update from Gamatsukam. Uh, which uh, links an article um, detailing from Sal Romano when these games are coming out. Pretty much just that, um, but it expanded, slightly expanded upon. So, What's Returnal again? Returnal's the one where like, there was that little girl and then a spaceman took her to space? Is that uh, what I'm thinking? Let's see. I think so. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. Just kidding. This is like the roguelike 
lady that's stuck in a time loop. It's a psychological horror game, and she like keeps trying to escape the moon or something. Oh, like whatever planet she's this on. is yeah, yeah. She keeps dying. Yeah, this is the one that looks like uh, Gravity the game, right? Yes, it looks like Gravity the game, featuring was that Sandra Bullock? I think it yes. was Sandra Bullock. Yeah, featuring yes. not Sandra Bullock. Yeah, this is um, the new Housemark game. Yes, Housemark is the uh, developer. No, I, I have faith that that'll be good. Ratchet and Clank obviously looks amazing. I don't know about Gran Turismo 7. I don't know if the Gran Turismo games have been too great, but I guess they also focus on more of being competitor to, like, uh, Project Cars and um, uh, for uh, Forza Motorsport uh, rather than, like, the arcade type games like Forza Horizon and Need for Speed and all this fun stuff. So we'll see. Right. I don't know if that's for me, but I'm sure it'll look very pretty. Yeah, no, I, I'm good with no racing games. I played Forza Horizon for, like, two seconds, and I'm like, okay. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, look, I, I think rounding out the PS5 news for the week, it's here, two days away, very excited, um, and yeah, I don't know. Final thoughts on PS5? I can't wait to see how big it is. And oh, how I'm quiet so excited. I was watching some, uh, I know I, I said I didn't watch like any unboxing things, but I did watch some of like the... Um, kind of just overviews of like the, the ui and of the console itself and digital foundry did a, a like a test of the thermals and whatnot like the temperatures and how loud it gets or whatever and they're like the days of your ps4 sounding like a jet engine are over like they finally i think that's the reason it's so big is so that it cools itself sorry for the sirens um that it cools itself much better uh like because it actually has room to breathe whereas the ps4 kind of crammed the little vents into those tiny slits in the corner in the console mm-hmm. um so i'm excited for for it to not sound like a jet engine and yeah it runs super cool like it runs cooler than my pc currently runs even with its fancy liquid cooler so that's good yeah and that that's been like the resounding feedback on the internet at least has been that they're both super quiet both the xbox series x and the ps5 so yeah. very cool stuff i'm super excited um the ssd and the speed of it i'm super excited for and honestly i don't know i just i get all excited about like new launches and i'm sitting here thinking like you know for ps5 it's like you get the playstation plus collection like there's games that i've wanted to try in the ps plus collection and there's even games that i've got you know like i just bought tony hawk uh one plus two for ps4 that i want to play on ps5 like i haven't gotten it yet it's still in the mail but like those are games i don't know it'd be fun to like try them out on ps5 um, and they should play even better than they than they have before. So Digital Foundry so, even did this whole thing about backwards compatibility and how well it does, and they were like shocked at how well it was running, how everything was running, and like on PS5 specifically, on PS5 with for PS4 backwards compatibility, yeah. Because that's and, like so, Sony has said that was nothing my, about it. Yeah, that was my question because like they never advertised like anything like smart delivery or like Xbox Series X advertised all stuff like will upscale and there's auto HDR and all that fun stuff and the games will look better on Series X. But PS5 hasn't really talked about that, and I was just going to ask you, is it confirmed that they're actually going to, like, upscale these older games and run them at better FPS? Or so there's, like, a boost mode. Like, Bloodborne still runs at a pretty crappy uh, frame rate, but there's some other games that run at, like, 60 FPS now. So, yeah. Okay. PS4 games should run that. better. Series X is still the better backwards compatibility machine, but yeah. PS5 does it better than... Like, everyone thought it was just going to be, like, base level, like, hey, it works, be happy that it works, but that's it actually thought, has, like, a, yeah. a boost mode, too. That's good. Okay. So, I mean, I'm assuming it won't boost, you know, create... It won't be, like, Ori gets, you know, 120 FPS at 4K kind of thing, but... No. Those are, little, but those are, like, actual updates they put out specifically for Series X. Like, I don't think we've seen any of that besides, like... 
Like we know Borderlands Three is getting it, Man Eater is getting it for next gen, like the next gen updates that all these yeah. uh, developers have been announcing, like Cyberpunk uh, and whatnot. Yeah. Right. 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 Um. Okay. Well, uh, on a little bit of a shorter list, but today is launch day for Xbox Series X, so we've got a few things here. Uh, we've got some new Game Pass titles that were announced. That a lot of these are launching today. Um, Ahmed, you want to run through these? Sure. Um, so coming soon to Game Pass, um, EA Play is actually coming to Game Pass uh, as of today. Game Pass Ultimate on console as of today. Um, so starting November 10th today, EA Play will be on uh, Xbox consoles as part of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate at no additional cost, which brings more than 60 of EA's biggest and best games like FIFA 20, Titanfall 2, Need for Speed Heat, um, Battlefield, Mass Effect, Skate, The Sims, all those games are now completely unlocked to any Game Pass member, which is absolutely huge. That is a huge dump of games um, all at one time. So you immediately have so many games to play on your Xbox if you literally don't buy a single one of them. Um, EA Play is also coming to Game Pass for PC uh, on December 15th. I guess they needed a little more time to optimize some of the games for uh, for PC. It's also going to coincide with EA's new desktop app, which is replacing the old EA Origin app. Um, so the new EA desktop app or new EA Play app will be available presumably also on December 15th. Uh, and then you'll be able to, you know, play all those games on PC as well. Um, some of them will also be available to stream on Android via cloud gaming, not all of them. Um, those include Madden 20, Unravel 2, Sims 4, Dragon Age Inquisition, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, yikes, <laughs> Plants vs. Zombies, <laughs> GW2, and Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Um, I think The Sims 4 on mobile is huge. I think a lot of people like still play The Sims 4 very actively, if my Twitter timeline is anything to be believed. So um, <laughs> that'll be really good uh, for, for did those you, folks that are interested. Did you mention that Jedi Fallen Order is on uh, EA Access starting today? Uh, I don't think it's not specifically, but oh, it, it mentions it up here in general, like the as a little footnote for the Windows 10 one. It says like, if you ever wanted to be a Jedi, ride around on a Titan or join the Inquisition. Like it doesn't specifically say Jedi Fallen Order, but yeah, so yes. Jedi Fallen Order is officially on Game Pass starting today with EA Play. So it's officially on EA Play for the first time today, and then obviously it's included on Game Pass Ultimate because EA Play is included. So yes. I think that's huge. I mean, imagine buying an Xbox. Having never played, I don't know, let's say not played much of last gen, like between Game Pass and this, it's insane the amount of games you get. Like, yeah, like there's a lot, a lot of really good titles here. Like, and even if you're not just, even if you're kind of the, one of the casual gamers that just like sports games, like FIFA or Madden, like those are also available for you or for to you with like They're the free trial all of Game Pass that comes. Yeah. Like FIFA 17 is on there. And like, I don't know why you'd want to play those old games, but go off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I remember I had Madden, Madden 20, 2002 for GameCube, and it was like 2005, and I was still playing it sometimes. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know anything about football, so whatever. Oh, um, let's throw the ball. Right. And then, all right, coming soon, uh, we got Gears Tactics coming to Android and Console on November 9th. Destiny 2 Beyond Light is coming to Android and Console on November 10th. Planet Coaster Console Edition coming to Android and Console on November 10th. Sorry, this is just, I should be saying today. Um, Tetris Effect Connected coming to Console and PC uh, today. Final Fantasy VIII Remastered coming to console and PC on November 12th. Goner 2 uh, on Android. ID at Xbox. I don't know what this is. Upcoming November 12th. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what that is Altruistic either. and Unexpected Hero Ick is back. And this time Death needs his help. Okay. Streets of Rogue uh, on PC. ID at Xbox. Um, November 12th. Ark Survival Evolved Explorer Edition coming to Android console and PC. Um, also ID at Xbox. November 17th. Uh, Halo Master Chief Collection Halo 4 is coming to PC officially on November 17th. 
River City Girls, Android console and PC on November 19th, and Star Renegades on Android and console on November 19th. Uh, and then we also have another additional perk. If you don't already have Disney Plus and you're trying to watch The Mandalorian, now's the time because you're getting a 30-day free trial of Disney Plus included with your Game Pass Ultimate membership, only available to new subscribers. So if you already had a subscription and canceled it when Mandalorian Season 1 ended, you can't get it again. Um, and I think that's about it. There's a few games that are leaving November 6th. It's uh, 16th, sorry, is Darksiders 3, Munchkin, The Talos Principle, and Tracks, The Train Set Game. Um, so Sayonara. <laughs> I don't know about you all know, that. You know me, always on the indie train. Go play River City Girls, people. River City Girls is a good game. It is you just played like that River on City Switch, Rampage. Right? Say it again. You played it on Switch, right? Yeah, I bought it at PAX actually. So I went to the Limit okay. Run Games booth and so um River City Girls is made by Way Forward, who have made Chante and um Mighty Switch Force and some other games too. So Way Forward is, uh, they made a DuckTales remastered game back in the day. Back in the day, it wasn't even that long ago, but it feels like forever <laughs> ago. Um, yeah, so River City Girls is great. It's River, River City Rampage, like a, a beat-em-up uh, side-scroller game that yes. is the girls rescuing the boys instead. So, like, the boyfriends get, like, captured or whatever. So That's cute. It's, uh, yeah, but I played it on Twitch. And I didn't beat it, but I got pretty far. So, would highly recommend it. A very fun pick-em-up. Um, yeah. It's not really called a pick 'em up. It's a beat 'em up, but yeah, it's like pick 'em up. Like pick up. Yeah, <laughs> I made up my own phrase there. But yeah, this is huge. EA Play coming to Game Pass is just. I mean, talk about some of these games like Tetris Effect. I mean, it's it's a multiplayer version now, and then Gears Tactics finally coming to console. So Microsoft took their launch lineup, and they don't really have any new games like we were talking about before. But what they did do instead is pretty much create all of these. This an this entire hype. ecosystem, right? This like hype to you know all these games are coming to Game Pass like today, which is yeah. kind of cool. And Phil Spencer himself, I don't remember where I read this, so apologies that I can't attribute it correctly. But um, he said in an interview at some point recently that they're not necessarily looking to to make sure that people buy buy into next gen right now. He's like, it's there, and we understand that people are not like people are in a tough spot in terms of COVID, in terms of you know financial reasons, all that stuff, everything that's happening. So, you know, we're not expecting that everyone's going to buy it outright, but we're more so like next gen is here. It's ready when you are. And we're also going to keep supporting your, you know, the consoles that you're already playing on, which is nice. So, yeah, yeah, really. Thanks. Because I mean, more people are able to play and it's just, it's one of those things where I didn't necessarily buy into it at first. I'm like, next gen is next gen. Like PS5 is a definitive, like this is next gen. You have to buy the PS5 version of the game. Like, it's a it's a definitive jump. Whereas Xbox, it's like all these are all the same games. Like I can pick them up and play them on my Xbox One X right now, or I can you know buy an Xbox Series X and get quick resume and all those benefits. But overall, it's like you know not a you know nothing too crazy. So yeah. Um, but looking back, I'm like yeah, I, I think this is a good move and this is a good idea. Um, it's good too because it differentiates them in in more ways than one, right? Like it's not just this system versus this system. It's this ecosystem versus this ecosystem. So right good stuff. Yeah, so one other thing here. So obviously today the Xbox Series S, the $300 model, and the Xbox Series X are both coming out, uh, which is the $500 module, more premium model. So what we did find is there's a little picture from uh, somewhere on the internet, I think Xbox News, uh, that shows that games are smaller on Xbox Series S, which makes sense because Xbox Series S does not do native 4K. It does upscaling. So 
Um, there's three examples here. I see if Thieves is only 17 gigabytes on Xbox Series S, whereas it's 47 gigabytes on Xbox Series X. Uh, Dirt 5 is 56 gigabytes on Series S, 72.5 on Series X. Gears 5 is 39 gigabytes on Series S, 64 gigabytes on Series X. So about a 20 to 30 gig difference on all of them here, almost, in some That's cases. That's really good. That's important because the Xbox Series S only offers 364 gigabytes of storage total, which is measly, to say the least. But That's yeah. what it comes down to after the 512 is... 364. Eaten up yep. by system resources. Yep, and then to expand it, it's a $200 upgrade, which you might as well get the Series X at that point, but I digress. Well, (laughs) actually, it's $229. Is it? Anyways. I'm I'm pretty sure it is. It's Even worse. It is more expensive to get the store upgrade than to just get a a Series X outright. Um, And and I think that's kind of the point. So it's like people, like, there are a lot of people out there, it might not be you or I, but there's a lot of people out there that download something on Game Pass and they play it and they beat the shit out of it and they delete it and they move on. Honestly, I do that with my PS4. Like, whenever I beat a game, I'm like, okay, time to uninstall, even with my computer now. Because I used to have, like, a shit ton of storage and then I upgraded to an SSD with smaller storage. I'm like, all right, I beat it, time to delete. Like, I'm never going to touch this thing. Why is it taking up space? So it's not an unreasonable thing, but... It, it is nice to see that games won't be taking up, like, you know, that you won't be able to just fit three games on your Series S before you have to start uninstalling stuff. Right, uh, right, right. And what we didn't cover in the PlayStation 5 section is some of the gripes that people have had. So there is no external option for hard drive storage right now. So you can't store PS5 games on an external hard drive right now. Yeah, so, only PS4 games, yeah. Right. So there there are there are some weird gripes like that, kind of like when we started the, the this current generation that we're now, I guess going past but the past generation like xbox one launched without a blu-ray player app because so you couldn't even watch blu-ray movies on it so it's yeah. like ridiculous things like that it always happens every generation so um yeah were you gonna say something no i was just saying yeah just okay. agreeing okay um so the falconeer is launching today as well i believe and that comes uh that comes to xbox one and Xbox Series X and S, so the Xbox ecosystem, I should say. So that is at a Metacritic of 60. I didn't see any substantial reviews, so we didn't include any. Uh, yeah, that the, was like one of the... That's notable at Falconeer is because it's one of the only like new Xbox Series X S uh, exclusives. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure it so came out today. Where is it? Show it me. seems like it did. I'm just saying yeah. that it's, it's notable because of that reason, but it's unfortunate that it's not getting too well-reviewed. But... Yeah, Not it's that I really also, knew anything about it anyways. <laughs> I know. It's also on Steam. It's a open-world air combat game sure. featuring frenetic aerial dogfights and deep exploration of the mysterious open world of the Great Ursi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, all right, moving into a couple of the last ones here. This one comes from comicbook.com. Uh, the medium has been delayed. Actually, you should probably talk about this. This is that haunted game that you were showing me, right? Yeah, it's the one that um, it's the one that has like two simultaneous worlds at the same time, and you can like instantly switch between them, kind of thing. Like you're in the I don't know hell world, the shadow realm, and then you're not <laughs> the um, hell world. <laughs> know what it is? Um, but this one comes from from comic book, as you said. Uh, Bloober Team's the medium. Bloober Team also fun fact created uh, created the Blair Witch. They created. We were just talking about something else that was coming to PlayStation. Uh, was it Pathless? No, not Pathless. Uh, another horror game. Uh, Returnal. No. No. <laughs> we were talking about it before the episode. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Um, but they're. Also, it's funny that they're making an exclusive. Well, I guess. 
No, yeah, they're making exclusive for Xbox, and they're also making exclusive for PlayStation. Um, they're doing work, is what I'm meaning to say. But anyways, it's been delayed uh, and is scheduled to release on January 28th instead, a delay of a little over a month that doesn't push the game back too far, but does lengthen the wait for more Xbox exclusives. The developer attributed the delay part- partially to COVID-19, um, which appears to be a direct reference to new, or, and partially to other games in the market, which appears to be a direct reference to the new release date for Cyberpunk 2077. Speaking of Cyberpunk 2077, I totally forgot to mention this earlier. I, I just remembered it, yes. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Um, there, so obviously it was delayed until December 10th, um, and now there's new rumors swirling that it may be delayed even further because their official Twitter account has removed the December 10th release date from the Twitter bio. Um, so that's, I don't know, concerning, but... So we have breaking news from PC Gamer who has confirmed that Cyberpunk is in fact being delayed. No, you, no, you, what? Stop. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Relax. I'm only kidding. <laughs> Cyberpunk did shoot down the rumor. So oh, okay. uh, this comes from PC Gamer. As a rule, we don't comment on rumor speculation. Rep told the site, but I will confirm we were just taking time to update all of our assets to reflect the new launch date of December 10th. Oh, okay, good. Because I was about to lose my mind. I wish I'm I recorded on, what you looked like. You're like, the way I like started typing so fast. <laughs> So, someone else, I don't know who this is, uh, the rumor account that started the uproar remains unconvinced. Uh, Stop, Hakuro Video 69 isn't this the one that, um, isn't this the Twitter account that leaked, like, some major Microsoft E3 event or something? Uh, I I don't know. Anyways, I I, I vaguely remember this happening. Oh, hold on one second. Oh, he's got a breaking news alert. (laughs) Hold on one second. Let me, uh... Anyways, it's just my sister. Anyways, we can continue she on. She can wait. Here. Ready? Watch this. Hello, Barbie. You're live on What the Fun Cast. What do you have to say? Hi, Barbie. Hi. <laughs> I meant saying hi, but you can't hear him. <laughs> oh, okay. That's all I have to say. Okay, I'll call you back. Hi. Right, <laughs> love, love you. Bye. <laughs> all right. We, we have our special guest. Our guest host besides Lauren and Ray, my sister. All right. So... Um, Bloober team also developed or is developing uh system redux observer system redux which is exclusive to playstation every time i releasing... see that word i'm like redux <laughs> redux no redux i don't know um observer or re- system. Or oh are you reading it like french is that know. why you're it could saying be. that so, so but yeah that one comes out today and uh the medium comes out in january which is interesting i guess they have a huge team to be working on two major games at the same time <laughs> the way you said we have some breaking news when my phone rang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hello, CD Project Red. You are in fact delaying a what the fun cast exclusive. Uh, can you all right, imagine? all right. Yes, yes, yes. Go on. Oh, uh, could you repeat that last line? <laughs> all right. Oh, so anyway, lost them. Right, Hot Girl Video sixty nine. Who I'm very certain has leaked something in the past. Said, I guess CD Projekt Red updated their profile yesterday to double down on December 10th after the rumor we heard went kind of nuts on a couple sites. Still not convinced, hearing bad stuff internally that there will likely be another delay till January 2021. So take this as you will. Maybe we'll just be on a month to month slip um, and just never get this game. I mean, I'd rather they release it well, like well done, cooked well done, if you will, <laughs> rather than medium rare and be like, here's a 6,000 gigabyte update. And I'm like, okay, well. I'm glad I have to spend day one of, one of, ah, day one of this game downloading this update. 
So oh my gosh, it's fine. I'm not. Yeah, mad I'd rather it. it be. I'd rather it be polished too. Uh, frankly, if it goes to January, I don't really care because it's you know. There's January so is actually the perfect play. time for it to come out. Exactly, like it'll be do- cold and dark all the time. I'd love to play it during January. Right. <laughs> but yes, okay. Um, what do we have left? We've got one more Xbox article and then some Assassin's Creed one review. Yes. So this is old news. We'll go over this quickly because all we do is just continue talking about how bad shape uh, Halo Infinite is in. So uh, Halo Infinite's lead, Chris Lee, has reportedly resigned. This one comes from Windows Central. Uh, It's been reported that 343 Industries studio head of FPS development, Chris Lee, has resigned from the studio. Uh, Since this resignation has come ahead of the launch of Halo Infinite, many are concerned about the uh, game's development. Two others have left 343 Industries before Lee, and Joseph Staten was also recently brought on to assist in finishing Halo Infinite. Um, Chris Lee is someone that's been around for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know the exact history of him, but this seemed notable, especially considering I don't, this game doesn't have a definitive date in 2021. Right. And the box for the Xbox Series X has a Halo Infinite on the back of it, which is unfortunate. But right. It's, it really is. It's uh, it's, it's pretty crazy. So, I don't know. It is what it is, I guess. It is what it is. I don't know. We'll see if this game ever comes out. I feel like this is going to go the way of, of Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, I, I there was a rumor going around that this wasn't coming out till holiday 2021 after they pushed it. And, like, they shot that down. They're like, no, holiday 2021 is absolutely not the case. I'm like, mm, it is the case. So, yeah, not the case because 2022 is the case. Right, right. stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would not even be surprised. It's an, I, But, like, I, I just... I'm not even going to on this rant. I've been on the rant before. I don't understand how they continue to mess this up. Because Master Chief Collection launched, it was broken, and they finally fixed it like two years later, and it's finally in a decent playable form now. But that shit was broken for two years. What was wrong? Maybe with even it? more. It like you couldn't get mat it was like literally like it was in alpha state or beta state. Like you Yikes. couldn't match up in games. Like it was just not a good Are you talking about like multiplayer specifically? Yeah, yeah, multiplayer. Oh, okay. I was like, damn. Um so, Yeah. Last but not least, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is sitting at an 85 on Metacritic, presumably? Yes. Is that what that is? Yes. Um, and from GameSpot's review, uh, Jordan Ramey gave it an 8 out of 10. Um, despite its strong connection to past games, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is more than capable of standing on its own. It takes a little while to build momentum, but when it hits its stride, Valhalla is a confident Assassin's Creed title that takes few narrative risks, which as a whole pay off. Uh, Eivor, I guess? Ivor? I don't know how to pronounce that. It's a... <laughs> I was gonna say some, some Viking name. you are. <laughs> it's a Viking name, Valhalla name. Um, Viking name Evor is a good hero with a guy with an identity that drives the mystery behind the main narrative, and uh, she shines. Oh, I didn't realize she. Um, and she shines in the self-contained arc structure of Valhalla's story. Supporting cast may not shine as brightly, but it's uh, easy to forgive that when exploring England and as and discovering new nuggets of world building is so rewarding. Um, I don't know. From our own correspondent Logan, <laughs> he said that he was not into it, um, and I I can probably agree. Given that I preferred more of just the like quick action light RPG elements of the past Assassin's Creed games, um, where it's just kind of you know your stealth and you go and you assassinate, as is given the name Assassin's Creed. Whereas these recent games, Origins, Odyssey, and now Valhalla, are much more of like full on RPGs, um, which is fine. I mean, maybe they breathe, you know, need a new direction in the games because they have a million of them. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if they have the time to sit and 
put you know 60 80 hours however long these kind of games take um no i agree so i i've got this on order from target and um i'm excited to try it i hope i we'll see i started off the last xbox generation with uh assassin's creed 4 black flag and i played that game to like the bitter end and i really enjoyed it uh and i'm hoping i can do the same with this but if they're if it is rpg heavy as much like enough to turn me off then i'll probably get rid of it very quickly yeah i feel like there's just other places where you can get that rpg-ness that isn't assassin's creed and it's done better for example ghost of tsushima horizon zero dawn god of war etc even spider-man games i guess they're like more action rpg than than actually rpg but yeah but yeah all right i think that about wraps it up i think it's time for paul to go on live stream and unbox his xbox yes on on xbox the xbox Uh, on xbox (laughs) unravel the xbox yes unravel the xbox how Um, should i do this i just go on should i just use my phone can i use my phone you can hypothetically we'll figure it out all right I'll figure it out. I'm sweating, so we need to end this episode so I can turn on my fan. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. listen, people. It's the start of a new generation. If you're buying a system, enjoy it this weekend. Enjoy it this week. Take some time. Dive into Miles Morales. Dive into the Xbox games you may have missed last generation. And enjoy. We live in a crazy world. We've lived in a crazy world for seven months now. Eight months. Eight months? Jesus. It's been eight months. I feel like so, it's been nine months. I don't whatever. Even know. Nine I don't months. Know counting it's a anymore. whole year. <laughs> We live in a crazy world. Enjoy yourself. You deserve it. Go buy a new system and enjoy. Yes. Stay right. safe. Take My care. We love you. That's fair. Take care. Join our Discord for silly memes. And we will talk to you all next week. This is Paul Nomad signing off. Peace. Peace. Oh, wait, I did it. Sorry, I stole your thunder. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> all right, goodbye.